Well, alrighty. Um, my last podcast, uh, Prepper Guy podcast number 82, talked a little bit about knowing thy enemy. <clears throat> but that was uh, kind of an overview and a long podcast on hesitation and the two voices on our shoulders talking to us all the time and how we just can't get them on the same page ever. So I wanted to kind of refine it a little bit because today I was reading some articles on uh, Facebook on some of the violence with Antifa and some of these groups and how it's really kind of similar to the the brown shirts in the, in the Germany revolution. Um, they were Nazis. And uh, at the time they were fighting against communism. So I think Antifa thinks that they're doing a good thing by uh, flipping out and being asshats and going up against government, but that would be assuming that we are a communist nation, which we are not. The uh, brown shirts had issues with the government at the time because they supported a little bit of socialism and big business, you know, making money for the country and all that shit. So there's some similarities, but I don't think you can just classify your enemy by a specific title. You can't say, well, all this type of people are my enemy. Because that would be a, a stupid and irresponsible statement and a way to think about your enemy and a battle plan. If you were to say that all Muslims are terrorists, you'd be wrong. If you were to say all the people you see wearing a Make America Great Again hat are your enemy. You know, because what, they're conservatives? They're not all conservatives. Um, you, you can't put a label on it that easily in life. It's just stupid. I uh, I didn't like the, the video portion of that podcast because it was kind of choppy because the subject requires a little bit of slowing down and thinking. Um, this one, I'll edit similar for audio but the video will just you'll just have to watch me ramble on and pause and think because that's what this subject requires um so i'll try to keep it shorter because I'm, I'm watching some of this antifa stuff and reading the comments and people are like well they're all just stupid and one person made a, a comment wasn't a bad one she's just like well both sides need to calm down and I'm thinking, well, that's just one of the dumber things I've heard because it's not both sides. Um, Antifa started a while back, you know, stopping people from talking at universities, throwing shit through windows, and they're always attacking just average everyday citizens, people that don't have a dog in the fight. And when people get mad and fight back, and get upset, then it creates a, a volatile situation where now all of a sudden in the news, there, there's these two groups are clashing. No, it's really Antifa and people that are just like, hey, stop doing this shit. Go over there and protest, damn it. But stop interfering with traffic, um, creating problems, uh, dragging our 
or police off point because they got to stand here and protect you because if they don't, you're probably going to get a beat down. And so are they the enemy? Well, yeah, they are. But I, I don't class them classify them as the enemy because they're all Antifa. It's the problem of what they represent. And what they represent is like I talked about. You know, they're, they are the fascist. And they're trying to, I guess, ride the coattails of the brown shirts because the brown shirts were fighting against communism, which we are not. But what they're doing is they're trying to take away your right to peacefully just assemble in a park or hang out. They're stopping traffic. So they're violating your rights. And because they're getting momentum and they're really fighting against freedom and liberty and not communism, then that puts them in the enemy camp because of that. And so when a group or an organization start fighting and protesting and damaging property and getting in the way and causing problems for any city government, police, everything, and they're trying to talk about things that are diametrically opposed to not just your beliefs, not just because you're a conservative, but just freedom and liberty, then you have to draw a line. You have to say, wait a tick. These fucking yahoos are stopping free speech. These yahoos are destroying property. That belongs to somebody. He has rights. She has rights to, to be secure in their property. And if someone comes along and breaks your living room window or your storefront, they have violated your right and they have cost you money and money is considered property as well. So then you have to really focus it down and go, well, if that's the way you're going to be, then we have a problem. And so they move into the enemy camp. Now we can look at that as far as our politicians, which I went into a little bit, um, police, law enforcement, you know, the sheriffs. And what you see is, you know, the other groups are now forming because of, you know, let's just say Black Lives Matter. Well, they're really not the enemy. They're becoming that. But they're not realizing that their enemy is not white people, conservatives, MAGA hats. Their enemy is the, is somebody that's not protecting their rights, which is the sheriff's departments in those counties. And I had spoke about this before, that if you're in a group that feels like you're being violated, basically, like Black Lives Matter, nobody wants to get shot by a cop. Nobody. But, you know, Black Lives Matter is focusing on that, and that is fine, because their enemy are the elected officials that are shirking their responsibility and allowing laws and federal laws to say that, you know, they can't step in and fix this problem. See, if, if Black Lives Matter really cared, if it mattered to them, they would go to the sheriff in that county and go, 
this person was killed by a police officer. Here's some video footage. There's some eyewitnesses for your, your case. Go figure it out. And explain to the sheriff in that county. It's like outside are my protesters. There's a thousand, two thousand, whatever, depending on the size of the of the protest. And go, we know we elected you to protect our rights. This person's rights were infringed and he is now dead. His right to life, liberty, and happiness have all been taken from him. You better figure this out. Now, if the sheriff turns around and goes, well, that's the, the, the mayor and the police, all of a sudden your sheriff needs to be unelected because he is the chief law enforcement officer of the county. I don't know how many times and ways I have to say it. So if he's going to just dismiss his authority and his responsibility, then you need to get rid of him. People like him or her are your enemy because they are the ones that wear the badges and carry the guns. And by their actions, they would rather come and arrest you for some stupid ass shit than do their job. And I'm not picking on law enforcement. It's, it's just the way it is. We elect people to do things. The number one thing we elect them to do is protect our rights. So I guess to kind of wrap it up a little bit, if if people that are, are elected are subverting your rights through their laws and their regulations or their inactions, then they are the enemy. We allow subterfuge to take us off point. If Black Lives Matter wants to be mad at people that wear mega hats, then they've become distracted. It might be great for their messaging and their fundraising, but their enemy is somebody in that county that is doing things that are wrong. Now, Antifa, they understand this and, and they're a bigger threat because they've scrambled the argument. They allow people to to get pulled off center. And so I guess it's hard to put into words, but if we start analyzing things as liberty-loving patriots, not conservatives, not Democrats, not libertarians, but just as Americans, we start drilling down to the root of the problem, you will see that your enemy isn't the person over there, the person over there. It's, it's the people you elected. And depending on their voting record, they very may well be your enemy or they just might be incompetent and dumbasses. Either way, you need to get rid of them if we want to restore our country. Because it's not a party. It's not a skin color. It's not a language or a religion that's your enemy. They're just upset about probably the similar things you're upset about, but differently. And if we can't figure out who the enemy really is in this country, then we'll lose our country. It's really that simple. Now, when I say politicians and law enforcement, and elected people, when I say law enforcement, I'm talking about the sheriff. He is elected. 
your representative. He or she is elected. Your your mayor, your your councils, your city and county councils or whatever they're called, committee. You elected them and now they're making laws that are hurting you. So you need to stop that. When the sheriff's departments enforce those laws, then they're moving right up into enemy territories too because they're not protecting your rights. If a sheriff is going to allow the police in your town to arrest you and seize your property because you have a garden in your fucking front yard, that sheriff is your enemy. The law isn't. The jackass that wrote the law is. The city council that passed it and it's an ordinance. And now the police have to enforce the ordinances. The sheriff needs to step in and go, no, you're not. You're not taking that person's property. You're not finding them and you're not stepping foot on their private property. This is property. Life, liberty, property. They called it happiness, but that meant property. Your money is your property. Your website, the content on it is your property. You own it. Your thoughts are your property. And if they're going to take it from you, then the sheriff needs to step in and go, wait a minute. Your badge is pinned to my authority. You back the hell down or I'm going to arrest you. You're trespassing. Get off this person's property now. And this ordinance is a violation of the Constitution. And I will not enforce those laws. And if your police try to, I will arrest them. So rethink it. Get your shit together and do away with that ordinance or we're going to have a problem. If they won't do that, then they're moving into enemy camp. They're on the other side of the razor's edge. These are our enemies. There's not that many of them. It's not all these groups. It's not all these colors. It's not all these languages and religions. It's the people you elect. Now that makes it pretty simple. You only elect a few people. But the people you elect that live next door to you and that are really the people that can put a hurt on you is your sheriff, your mayor, your city council, your representative. And these representatives that do this gerrymandering so they get reelected, they're your enemy. These sheriffs that say pretty things and work for federal agencies and try to serve two or three masters, they're your enemy. Your representatives and your elected official, your county and your city or town. So now all you got is just a small pile of people to look at. You got an enemies list potential enemies list. Well, you got your mayor, your city council. Okay, there's two. Your sheriff, there's one. Your county people and your representative. That's it right there. There's your potential enemy list. Well, start looking into them. Run against them. Change things. Because your enemies are pretty small. Now you might have personal enemies, people you've pissed off in business or life. Well, that's a different kind of enemy than we're talking about. Keep that list somewhere else. It's really not my problem. So 
I kind of wanted to explain that a little bit because uh, I, I already know the reaction that I'm going to get. Mark, Mark, what are you talking about? So I wanted to narrow it down and kind of put a point on it for you. And I don't know if this helped. Don't have that many, many enemies in America. America has enemies, but that's not your problem. If you're electing good people at a local level and your representatives are doing their job and trying to repeal the 17th Amendment and trying to not just go running off doing red flag laws and, you know, doing away with the Electoral College, America's enemies are out there and they'll be handled. But even America don't have that many enemies. They're, they're, they're few. I mean, radical terrorist groups. Okay. That's why we have the FBI and the CIA. Problem solved. Let them do their job. Immigration, you know, the government would do their job. We wouldn't have that problem. So you have to think about it a little deeper and go, what really is the problem? Is a border wall the problem? Or is it inept elected officials kicking the can down the road for 50, 60, 70, 80 years? Oh, well, that's your problem. And if we can't look at them and go, those people that are doing that are my enemy, they're enemies to freedom and liberty and the Constitution, then you really have a, a, a problem. So it's not a wall. There's a million solutions. I don't know why they always say there's, well, wall, no wall. Well, no, what are our choices? We've got to have a wall or a high-tech wall. Um, is that the best we can do? I, I, apparently so. Because all the people we've elected are so fucking shallow. They can't think of like thousand more options. You know, I suggested to some of the people I know in politics and out at the military base here, I go, why don't we just build a, a military base, I don't know, four miles wide that runs from California to the end of Texas, where the, where the problem is. Well, what would that do? Well, now you've got a military base there. States can't argue with that. It's federal land. They have a right, even in the Enabling Act, to have a military base. Build up a berm there with, you know, the military has bulldozers. We don't need to hire this shit out. Build a berm. Don't even have to put a fence on the other side. Just drive up and down in there in Humvees and shoot the shit out of everything along that hill. Put targets out there and stuff. Make that berm high enough to where, you know, your 50 caliber can't go up over it. Hurt somebody on the other side. And then just, you know, now it's patrolled by the military. Nobody's going to cross that. If they do, they're dealing with the military not the state, the ACLU, and the Southern Poverty Law Center. No, they're in a JAG court. The military is not going to care about any of this bullshit. How much does it cost? Uh, well, the land is free because the, the federal government can just do it. Eminent domain and all. The federal government has constitutional right to do it, as long as it's not oppressive. Don't only need one fence. Don't need a fence on our side. Just need a fence on the other side. Bunch of signs that say live fire. Keep out. High-speed Humvees driving around it. You know, they're training. You know, our son, his MOS was heavy, uh, heavy equipment, and transportation, bulk fuel. Orders were, you don't stop. Someone gets in your way, run them over. Well, if they're out there with that mindset along the border road, 
export post. Um, well, if they're training, they might have to run your ass over. You might want to stay on your side. I mean, if you're on this side, well, what the fuck were you doing here anyway? Sorry, I ran you over. Take it up with the military court system. See how far you go. Get the fuck off our side. You wouldn't have got ran over if you weren't standing in the road. So anyway, it's easy to to, to blame everything to be an, an enemy or a problem. We let our problems create false enemies. Border's not a problem. Politicians are. Environment's not our problem. Green New Deal's not our problem. Politicians are. Global warming's not our problem. We just can't understand statistics. So maybe education's our problem. So no matter what you look at, that really just torques you out. Education system? Well, who's running that? Oh, the federal government. Who are those people that fucking think me? I tell me how to teach my kids. Other oh, people you've elected. Oh, okay. So really, your enemies aren't that much. And the biggest problem and threat to your freedom is those people we call the chief law enforcement officers or sheriffs. Supreme Court's ruled it, so don't even argue with me. So if the feds, in their infinite wisdom, want to push some kind of, you know, common core, states can just go, now, if the state goes, yeah, it sounds great, we're so fucking stupid, let's do it. Your county school board could go, no, we're going to teach reading, writing, and arithmetic, and here's our textbook, and this is how we're going to teach it. Well, Department of Education is going to try and swoop down on you and shut you down. Um. How's that going to happen when the sheriff just standing there goes, no, you're not. Well, then we'll sue the school. It's like, you can't. You have no standing here. You have no authority in this county. Go away. So it could all be solved really easily, but fuck, we like complicated shit. So, okay. I mean, I know people that like shit complicated so much that they'll read the recipe on how to boil water and scramble eggs. So we have a problem. We need to fix it. And, and we have enemies, and they're very easy to identify. So know thy enemy. Watch some videos on uh, Constitution by Chris Ann Hall. Recommend her a lot. Just put a video on uh, ContraRadioNetwork.com by Chris Ann Hall. It's an older one, but it's new. It's new because I just posted it today. Um, learn some shit. Get your learn on. And, and quit thinking that you're learning on Facebook. Social media is not your enemy. It's just another freedom that they have. And if if the owners want to block content, huh, it's fine. They have a right to refuse service to anybody they want. We've allowed them to become big. So, fuck it. If you need to learn about your representatives, and, and, it, and it can't sway elections. See, if, if we were following the Constitution, you would elect your representative. They would all get together in your state. They would pick electorates. They'd pick a president. Don't need to watch all this shit on the news. I know what my representative's doing because I fucking live here. I don't need social media to tell me what I need to think 
So social media is not the problem. Big tech is not the problem. You can really shut them down within a year. Just quit fucking going onto their website. Stop buying ads. And stop watching the ads. Stop buying from those companies. If you disagree vehemently with somebody on Facebook, just stop looking at their posts. Get an ad. Don't go there. Don't buy it. Because, see, it doesn't matter how much they paid for that ad. If they're not getting a return on investment, they're going to stop investing. So it's not a problem. They have a big group out there that believe in that shit. Good. They're making a lot of money off of all them fucking yahoos that believe in them. Just go somewhere else. You know, I've cut way back on media. I throw a bunch of shit at Facebook because it's fucking free. I put all my videos like this one on YouTube because it's fucking free. And if they start dicking with me, I mean, I don't monetize anything, so they really don't screw with me. But if they do, I have Vimeo. I'm still going to keep making posts and sticking them out there. So is it that hard, really, to figure out your enemy? I mean, just like in life, people aren't your enemy just because they look at you funny. They only become your enemy when they start threatening your, your rights, your life, liberty, and property. That simple. So I hope you guys all have a great uh, day. Hope you enjoyed this. Um, hope I made some sense. It's hard to get shit out of here to make that synaptic jump to go through my mouth and to come out in words that make sense. But if you think about it logically and with critical thinking, you'll see that it's not that hard. So you all have a great day. Love you all. Enjoy the apocalypse. We've made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. Space and we fall back. This is so nuts. I mean, listen, listen to what you're saying. The line must be drawn here. This far, no far.